when were the... What schools... Uh... Who decides what the next... Where's that story? Why they keep the loop? What is this? It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions... About Chicago, the region, and its people. I'm reporter Laura Pavin. Chicago resident Amanda Jensen was on Facebook one afternoon when she saw a friend post one of those look at me pictures of herself winning a prize at a county fair. Amanda wanted to win something too and remembered she had her mother-in-law's chocolate chip cookie recipe. The blue ribbon would be hers. So she perused the internet to find a fair she could enter her treats into. But unfortunately as I was looking for Cook County Fair I I saw some articles that said that there wasn't one. She's right. Illinois got 102 counties, and Cook is one of just eight with no county fair. And that was surprising and disheartening. (laughs) Here's what Amanda and millions of Cook County residents are missing out on. In Illinois, there's a recipe for a county fair. It's a carnival with funnel cakes, B-list bands, and tractor rides. It hosts contests for beauty queens, best butter sculpture, And yes, the yummiest cookies. It's also, and this is important, it's also an ag expo with massive pumpkins and goats in dresses. Amanda's question for Curious City, why doesn't Cook County have a fair? And could someone start one up? Amanda's cookies aren't eating themselves, people. So you might be thinking, Cook County has a huge city a lot of suburbs, and almost no farms. So yes, the lack of agriculture is the giant steer in the room, but there's more to it than that. The county fair started in the 1840s, but from the beginning, the tradition was shaky. The fair would skip years because it had competition from Chicago. The city was cranking out big-time events and attractions. Chicago hosted the state fair eight times in the 1800s, and then held another little thing called the World's Columbian Exposition in 1893. Important point, agriculture was huge in each of these. Here's researcher Charles P. Raleigh. Chicago had agricultural events for the state, for the nation, and for the world. A county fair just simply can't compete. The Cook County Fair did have a consistent run during the 1920s. It featured stock exhibits, horse races, and baby weighing contests. It didn't survive the Depression. Even when the economy came back, the number of farms was dropping and remaining farms had less in common. Here's Raleigh's theory. When you think of a county fair, you are thinking of a lot of people getting together as really a community event. Well, part of the challenge with that was there was multiple communities. There were lots of differences, starting with the farmers themselves. They were often from different ethnic groups and grew different stuff. Cook County had chicken farmers in the south and west sections, dairy farmers in the north, and orchards in the northwest. Take those differences and then add the divide between an industrial city and growing suburbs, and you have a hard case for a Cook County fair. Decades later, the case was still hard. Former Orland Park trustee Tom Doolby was behind an effort to bring back a fair in the late 90s. When he shopped the idea around, he heard Nay saying, like, do we even have sheep in this county? And if I wanted to go to a fair, I'd go to a county that really should have a fair. So it came to a vote. It lost. 
uh, I think about three, I forget what it was. It lost pretty substantially. Dubobi kept the fight up for about a decade until he realized that folks just don't want an agricultural fair. In an urban area, uh, they're interested in the music concerts and a lot of other things. And I think in an urban atmosphere, a county fair would be more of a huge carnival than it would be a true fair. And that's why there's no Cook County Fair today. But is there a chance, any chance, it could come back? Amanda, our cookie maven, thinks there's potential because the biggest question mark is the agriculture part. And that's been on the upswing in Cook County, and not just in the traditional sense. She points to numerous farmers markets, but there's more too. The city's got aquaponics operations, commercial gardens, and ag programs in public schools. Couldn't a fair start from that? Wouldn't the county itself want to promote urban and suburban agriculture? We invite Commissioner Richard Boykin to consider it, and he likes the part about urban agriculture. But when we asked if the county board would spend money on it... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me gather myself here. What an interesting question. Um, I think it would be a non-starter. These people aren't even willing to invest in jobs in the community. Look, the county is already about $200 million in debt, so we're going to have to figure out where we're going to get revenue from to balance the budget. Boykin can dangle a little hope, though. He says the county could probably secure temporary fairgrounds if someone other than the county did the planning. Look, I, I think anything is possible. I believe that um, basically somebody has to come forward with a proposal that suggests that a Cook County Fair will not cost taxpayers money, but will in fact uh, yield a benefit. That's a tall order. This somebody would clearly have to have chutzpah. They'd have to leverage private partnerships and develop fundraising strategies, and he or she would have to understand contemporary urban agriculture. Amanda has no clue who that could be, but she hopes someone steps up because Cook County could use a fair not just to provide carnival rides, show off the best hydroponic tomatoes, or settle who's tops when it comes to cookies. Good old Cook County needs a stronger identity. At least there's the Chicago identity, and that does filter through, but I don't really see people saying, yes, I'm from this particular county, and being very adamant about, Cook County is the best. Unfortunately, I've never heard anyone ever say that. Yeah. Ever. Well, maybe all this will change and a fair organizer will create a new Cook County Fair. If that happens, Amanda might be ready with cookies straight from the oven. And I'd be excited to see how far her cookies go. Because let's just say I'm into them. And so hopefully they're all right. Mm. Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) They're great. Reporting for this story comes from me, Laura Pavin. Support for Curious City comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. Curious City is supported by Goose Island. Since 1988, Goose Island has been following their curiosity and have been committed to brewing beers for Chicago that are celebrated worldwide by beer critics and beer lovers alike. More at gooseisland.com. 
We don't need to be the only beer you drink. We just want to be the best you drink. I snuck by a couple more, but I had to get caught real soon. Next time on Curious City, look at a map of the CTA's L trains and you'll see they take some odd turns. They curve for no apparent reason and they make a bunch of tight zigzags. And you feel it on the train. If you're not sitting down and holding on, you could definitely fall over with all of the turns back and forth. If you're reading a newspaper or texting, you're going to eat it. Why the CTA route isn't always the direct route. That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Meantime, it was chaos today at the Chicago City Council. A Chicago cop with a controversial past is running for judge. Other times, you're looking for a deeper understanding of what's going on in the city. Wow, that's so, no one has asked me that question. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts or at wbez.org slash rundown.